Are you ready to go? Yeah, I'm ready. Two episodes, one day. Yeah, I'm ready. No fucking around. To an hour, sir. <laughs> no fucking around. Well, that's going to be later, but to an hour. We'll see. All right. It's a pineapple party. Oh, and we got polyamory, too. What's that? You want a kink fest? A little BDSM? Well, buckle up, buttercups, because we got that, too. It's the Kitchen Sink ENM and Kink Podcast. What's going on, everybody? I'm Pedro. The sexy tink is okay. sitting across from me, all dolled up in a sexy outfit that she got from BJ's Hotspot. I like it. It's actually quite comfortable. Yeah, you got your titties, like, all just... I mean, well, I mean, out. my titties are going to hang out anyway. Like, they're not really covered up by the little teeny bit of fabric there. No. But it's all right. No, it's it's more than all right. <laughs> So, this is show number two today. Yes, number two. So, we are on episode 62. Yeah, because this is going to be the episode that airs the Monday we come back mm-hmm. from Pod Bash. That is correct. Because we're not getting home until like 10, 11 o'clock at night mm-hmm. on Sunday. And we're not able to take our podcast equipment with us. So, yeah, I'm not paying for all that extra luggage. No. So,. It is what it is. Mm-hmm. We are going to uh, make the best of this episode, and hopefully it'll be good enough to lead into the Pod Bash episode that y'all will hear next week. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I, I see you thinking about it like, wait, what? Next week? Yeah, because I was like, well, next week. No, next but, week after this show airs. Yeah, right. So as they're listening, it'll, it'll be, be the, that next week coming yeah. up. Yeah. Yeah. I was okay. following. Okay. So now that we got that out of the way, mm-hmm. what do you have for us for swing? All right. So we all know when we're getting into the swinging lifestyle that some are a little bit more, I don't know, ready compared to others. And they kind of just want to jump all in with both feet and just get all in it. Where maybe your partner isn't willing to, you know, jump off the diving board per se. And they just want to dip their toes in. And you kind of have to find that sweet middle ground that the both of you can work with. Yeah, I mean, I feel like that's common sense. Yes. But... Uh, after being in this for so long and now of course with uh facebook and everything else you can see that it is not you know very common to have sense <laughs> no and what i kind of feel like happens is you've got one partner who's very gung-ho about it and they just want and it's to- usually the male usually yes and it's not that the female doesn't want to but the way our brains work and how we they wrap around things, it takes us time. And if it's not something that like you talked about from the very get-go of your relationship, that has to be taken into account as well when you both decide, right. hey, we're going to go down this path now. I feel like couples that start this journey, like 
after being already in a relationship for a while. Mm-hmm. When it's the guy, guys don't really take women's feelings into consideration when they get so. an idea. <laughs> when they get an idea. You know, so the guy, he's usually the one that's like, this is awesome. It'll be so fun. Mm-hmm. You know, like I can, you know, bang all these chicks and, you know, you can fuck other dudes, whatever. But like, I'm going to fuck all these chicks. Yeah. And, you know, they don't think about how that may potentially hurt their partner's feelings. Yeah. And even if she's supportive, I mean, hearing that from your partner can be a little bit, uh, it can take you back a bit. Yeah, especially if you're monogamous up until that point. Right, exactly. Like if your relationship started from monogamy and now all of a sudden you're doing E&M and you're full-fledged, let's go, and your partner's still trying to play catch-up. Right, and so when it's the women that are the ones who come up with this idea and they're all excited about it, Mm -hmm. even though they may be all excited and gung-ho, they tend to take their partner's feelings into consideration. Yes. They're the ones that are like, I don't know how to bring it up to him. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't want him to feel like he's not enough. And right. Like they're actually thinking about all the things that they themselves would right. feel if their partner was the one who Where's, was all about it. Or men don't do that. Right. They're like, vagina. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, I was swimming or not like, give me all the dick. Eventually, yes, but not in the very beginning. They're the ones that actually, if they came up with it, they're the ones that dictate that pace. Right. And when it comes to going around about this with your partner, you have to go at the slowest pace of one of the partners. Well, yeah, it's the pace of whoever is the slowest. I mean, that's... yes the way you have to go about it because you know, if your partner isn't ready for say a full swap Mm -hmm. and you keep trying to set this up, eventually your partner's going to end up resenting you. Yeah. And not wanting to do the lifestyle at all. Right. Because you won't just take a step back and do those little baby steps and say, Hey, she's not ready to full swap. Mm hmm. So let's look for a couple that will soft swap or even, you know, play in the same room together, Mm -hmm. you know, because that's a big stepping stone, you know, for a lot of new people. They won't do anything with anybody else, but to kind of break the ice or, you know, to dip their toes in, Mm -hmm. they will have sex in the same room as another couple having sex. So they get to kind of watch and I mean, because that was our very first Mm -hmm. thing together. Yeah. We did that with our friends, John and Mm -hmm. Emily. Yeah. So that's all you were ready for. Yeah. And we, we did, we went slow. It was the whole dipping the toes in the water, not just doing a cannonball into the deep end. Right. Like, I mean, I was totally ready to bang her that night, (laughs) but you weren't ready to see me do that yet. No. And you weren't ready to play with John. No. And I think the way you handled it was probably the best way because we obviously would not be here if you didn't. I agree. I mean, but I knew, you know, at that point we had been dating a year and a half or so. Mm -hmm. And even though I had told you when we first started talking, this is the shit I'm into. Mm -hmm. I knew it was going to take you time 
you know, to wrap your head around it and really get into it. Because, I mean, you were a young woman. You were only 23 or 24. Yeah. I was 23. Yeah. Because I don't even think you were pregnant yet. Nope. So, I mean, 23 years old with a boyfriend at the time who was 30. Yeah. Hanging out with people in their 30s. Yeah. You know, this was totally new. I mean, like you come from a friend circle that kind of passed the girls around. Right, but, but they were never like... At the same time. Yeah. It was, you know, like, okay, you're going to bang so-and-so for X amount of weeks until you quote-unquote break up. Right. And then you're going to go to the next guy that's his best friend. Yeah, pretty much. So, like, in a way, it was like a like group orgy shit. I don't even know what the fuck you'd call it. I mean, it was just like sharing partners, but not at the same time. Yeah, it was really weird. So I I knew you weren't ready for it. Yeah. But, you know, I wanted to see how you reacted. Mm -hmm. And I mean, we did our thing. You know, we fucked right in front of them. And yeah, we fucked on the floor. (laughs) Yeah. And you watched them a little bit. Yeah. You know, and that kind of opened the door. And it wasn't long after that that we went to our first house party. No, it wasn't. And because that was in the summertime, and then our first house party was in October or September. Yeah, Yeah, it was like the end of September, I think. Yeah. Um, but by that point, you were ready to have a threesome with Mm -hmm. another female Mm -hmm. because you know that's when you really decided I'm going to let my bi flag fly. Yeah. And you were okay with me banging another woman. Mm -hmm. So. That went on for probably about a year or like year and a half where yeah. you were mainly like women only. Mm-hmm. And then as we've discussed, I eventually kind of forced you. Into in, playing with a guy. In a consensual way. Oh, well, yeah. You know, like it's not like you he didn't was want a friend to. and there was flirting back and forth. Right. It's but not like you didn't was going want to. Further. Yes. You just weren't going to. I wasn't going to initiate. Initi- exactly. <laughs> So I took it upon myself to initiate it for you. You did. You very much well did. And from that point on, I mean, you were open to men. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't like I just threw you to the wolves mm-hmm. and said, you know, I want to fuck other chicks, so you're going to fuck other guys. Right. You said, well, at first I'm not ready to fuck anybody else. <laughs> so... I'll fuck next to somebody. Mm -hmm. Then it was, I'm okay with us fucking another girl. Mm -hmm. Then it was, I'm okay with soft swapping with guys. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, finally it came full circle and you're like, I'm ready to fuck some dick. Yep. I mean, it just took time. It did. And everybody will find a pace that works for them. And, you know, you might skip over things too. Like you might go from... Yeah, there's you know, no only doing soft swap to swapping completely full in different areas and not near your partner. Yeah, I mean, like, there's no set rule on no. the order you have to do things. No, it's just what I works mean, with you and your partner and the communication between the two of you. There's new people that the first thing they do is full swap. Yeah. I mean, we had that at Paradise. Yeah. That brand new couple. Yeah. The first thing they ever did was full swap with us. Mm-hmm. Well, it was supposed to be Fu- a full swap. Yeah, you got the full swap. Yeah. Sorry. Well, we got a we got a half a swap. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he was supposed to swap with you. He yeah. just 
didn't want to come too fast, I guess. Hey, it's all right. I had a great time. So, I mean, <laughs> yeah. And I mean, it was very quick, though, for us to realize when we did start full swapping, that same room really wasn't for us. Yeah. Like, it's not like we went years of full swapping, same room mm-hmm. that we were like, uh, maybe this isn't where it was literally like the first or second time we were like, eh. Yeah, I wasn't really keen on it. Yeah. It just wasn't something I wanted. Like, that one time that we had at Paradise was probably the only time that I felt like I really enjoyed having that moment with you in the same area. Right. Like, aside from our really close friends. Right. But with... But, like, outside of that, people that we just met and we're deciding we're going to play with them, it it's not something where I'm like, yeah, I want to have, you know, witness this. I'm like, nah, I'd rather not. Right. Because for us, it's too hard to focus on what we're actually supposed to be doing. Oh yeah. And I have a hard enough time focusing as it is. Yeah. (laughs) So like, I don't need any extra like distraction here. Like I need to be like zoned in. Okay. Yes. He's doing a good job. Nope. He moved over a hair. I need to situate him a little (laughs) bit over to the left. Nope. Nope. A little bit more back to the right. Okay. We're good again. Like I got focus. Yeah. But if you're right next to me, forget it. It's just not going to happen. I know because you like watching me. I do. And I, and like, I sometimes, depending on the girl, I like watching well, yeah. you know, what she's doing right. to you. So, But for us, we like watching each other. Yeah. So it's almost impossible to, <laughs> to give the person you're supposed to be fucking your full attention. Well, yeah, because you're totally focused on the wrong thing. When you're like, wow, she looked great riding that dick. Meanwhile, you know, your dick is getting ridden <laughs> and, you're not, and you're not even paying attention. You're like, oh, yeah, shit. Sorry. Yeah, that feels great. You know? oh God. <laughs> and this is why we don't play together. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but luckily our close friends, they know this about us. Yeah. And they just roll with it. Yeah. You know, they don't care. Mm-mm. And they're a lot like us, you know, like our closest they're, friends. They're the same way. So... It's so they'll be like fucking and then like watching from the side like, yeah, she's getting it. Yes. Right. Like everybody's watching everybody yes. else instead of the partner that they're with. I will say mirrors are very handy for this. Yes. So anytime that that occurs, mirrors need to be around. So that way we can just watch whoever we want to watch while we're being fucked. Exactly. So, I mean, there's no set way that you have to go about dipping your toes. No. But just know that you must go at the slowest pace of your partner like wh- whoever's going the slowest that's the pace you go yeah and if you're there forever don't get mad about it right it's it's going to take time until yeah. that person's ready the only people that are going to get upset are other people that are wanting to play with you if you're still you know stuck in that kind of i'm gonna do air quotes here <laughs> uh beginner dynamics mm-hmm. you know which is what a lot of people will will refer to like the unicorn hunters and mm-hmm. you know the people that only play with women right um but if that's your thing that's your thing i mean yeah i'm not a fan of those dynamics i wasn't a fan of it when we were doing it and i expressed that to you many times yeah you know like because i knew we were losing a lot of potential play partners mm-hmm. because of that yeah and you're right because i know we did and, you know, as much as I would have liked to have played, you know, with the female halves of those couples that we didn't get to play with, 
I feel like you would have had a really good time with a lot of the guys in those couples too. Right. But you just weren't ready for that. Yeah. And because it's one of those things where I think I was always thinking too that I didn't want to jump ahead of myself and not be prepared to, you know, how I may feel afterwards. You know, like say I wasn't quite ready to go fuck somebody else, but I did it anyway. And then I'd have not resentment with you, but more like disappointment with myself if I went too far and I really wasn't ready. And then I would have felt bad that I did that and did that to that person too. Oh my God, I'm such a stupid slut. <laughs> oh. Okay, that totally sound like Lola. I'm just going to say that. <laughs> oh my God, guys. <laughs> but literally, that's just kind of how my brain would work. So like, yes, it sucks that I probably missed a, a good handful of opportunities. But at the same time, here I am in a different, a different spot and probably a lot better of a spot now. Yes, it took me a while to get there, but... Here I am. And I understood that. That's why I never pressured you. Mm-hmm. You know, like we would have conversations oh, where yeah. I would Lots tell you like, you know, hey, I I think we've been doing this long <laughs> this, enough. Yeah. But I need you, to you know, start reaching out. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, when you feel comfortable, like I support you. Yeah. You like, always said that. If you want to play with a guy, like I'm right there for you. Mm-hmm. But I never came out and said, okay. At this next party, you're going to fuck a guy, and that's all there is to it. No, never. You know, so I, while I was encouraging you to do more, Mm -hmm. I never made you feel like you had to. No, not at all. So that allowed you to develop on your own time, and luckily you did, because now we have a lot more fun Mm -hmm. when we go out. You know, we have a lot more options. Yeah, You know, especially since we will play together in the right circumstance. Mm -hmm. We'll play separately Mm -hmm. in the right circumstance. You'll play with women by yourself. Yep. You know, so there's a lot more that we can do. Yeah. Compared to those early days where, you know, it was basically if we didn't find a unicorn together, Mm -hmm. nobody was doing shit. Except for you Getting to play with women. Right. That, that happened a lot. <laughs> yeah. There was many parties where yes. you would play with five, six women. <laughs> and the only person I played with was you. <laughs> Sounds like I was a hoe for females. <laughs> yes. You were a complete <laughs> vagina hoe. <laughs> I was a vagina hoe. <laughs> so I'm glad that we moved past that. Yeah. And I'm sure a lot of other people are too. I'm sure. <laughs> They're probably like, now they finally get it. I'm like, well, no, we, we really always did. It was just more of me being ready and comfortable. Yeah. And now I, I'm right there. And now we're in a good spot. And yeah. like I said, we can have a lot of fun now. Mm-hmm. So for the new people out there, you know, it can take time mm-hmm. and just be supportive of that slower partner. You know, don't pressure or make ultimatums or do stupid shit like that. Nope. Because all you're going to do is ruin your relationship. Yeah. And you'll, and you're also won't ever get back into going into the lifestyle. Oh yeah. Yeah. Because that'll be done. Because once you make your partner feel like shit for something. Yeah. You're done. That's it. Mm -hmm. So, all right. Good talk. Good talk. (laughs) Yeah. I hope some people learn some shit there. I hope so. (laughs) 
All right. So what do we got for Polly? Well, for Polly is you have a potential situation Uh, that is possibly developing. Yes. Would like to inform everybody about. Okay. So I I know what, so this shows, uh, so two weeks ago, Mm. or yeah, two weeks ago, I believe I had mentioned, um, a possibility of something with Brenna from Mm -hmm. the front porch swingers. But I said I did not have permission, you know, from her to talk about things and all that. Okay. Well, I've gotten permission to okay. talk about some things. All right. Well, so let's hear these things. I'm going to talk about some shit. Okay. And, uh, yeah, it's it's a pretty interesting dynamic here that seems to be slowly developing. Okay. Uh, I'm intrigued. For the most part, our listeners know that Brenna and I have become very close. Mm-hmm. You know, I talk about her a lot on the show. You do. And there's a reason for that because we have an amazing connection. You know, like aside from you, I feel like she is the closest female connection that I have. Oh, wow. But I will say you two are very similar. <laughs> Maybe that's why you have a connection. <laughs> and... Like, I know you and Brian don't get to talk a lot because he's so fucking busy all the time. He really is busy, but it's all right. But in person, you and Brian have a very good connection because you are just like Brenna in many ways, Mm. and I'm just like Brian in many ways. This is true. We have talked about the similarities (laughs) that we've had for each other. Yeah, so I think it was an easy jump Okay. for Brenna and I to be interested in each other. Mm. You know, like once that, like we met in person mm-hmm. and obviously I think she's gorgeous. As she is. And, you know, she thinks I'm handsome. You are. In my blue collar way, you know. I'm sorry, not many, a lot of, well, a lot of women like blue collar guys. Well, I mean, I'm not that dapper guy like Brian. You but, know, Brian is very well put together. Mm-hmm, he is. You know, and I am jealous of that (laughs) because I couldn't pull that off on my best day. (laughs) So for her to be interested in me the way I am, Mm -hmm. I was like, wow. Yeah. You know, I'm doing something right. And like, I know a big part of it is my personality, Mm -hmm. you know, and those similarities I share with Brian. Mm -hmm. But I feel like... Some of the the big things that also draw her to me are the areas that I'm very different from Brian. Okay, which is a good thing because you kind of want to find somebody different if you're going into a poly relationship. Right. So, you know, separate boxes. Mm -hmm. Yep. A lot of the same boxes overlapped, but there's some extra boxes that, you know, I may check that he doesn't. Mm -hmm. And the same thing goes on her end, you know, like for me, mm-hmm. you two are very similar, but very different in certain things. Mm-hmm. So the familiarity of the overlap is very comforting to me. Okay. You know, like I feel like I know how to handle her. Mm. But then there's those things that you and her don't share that really draw me into her. So... 
I feel like for me, I could really see myself in a long distance polyamorous relationship with her. Okay. And we have discussed this several times through text message. Mm-hmm. But we want to talk about it more in person when we go to Pod Bash. Okay. That's because probably one of those things where you would need to kind of talk about it more in person. Oh, for sure. And I feel like if we get a chance to be intimate, mm-hmm. that will also be a deciding factor on both ends. Yeah, I think that would. Because obviously if the sexual connection isn't where she wants it. Right. Then you wouldn't want to pursue anything right. more. Then I would stay at that friend level. Yeah. And I understand that. Like I wouldn't be upset. Mm-hmm. If we're not sexually compatible. Right. Because you can have that where like everything else is perfect. But then for some reason it's just right. not firing the way it should when it comes to the intimacy part. Now, I don't feel like that's going to be the case. Mm-hmm. Just based off of what I know she likes and doesn't like and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not going to lie. Like I had some reservations at first for feeling the way I do about her mm-hmm. because she's an admitted size queen. Mm-hmm. and people that have listened to the show from day one know I was in an abusive relationship with my ex-wife who made fun of me for my size. Yeah. You know, that really did a mind fuck on me. Mm-hmm. So when I started to develop these feelings after meeting her in person, and I'm like, how am I going to navigate this? Yeah. Knowing that I'm insecure when it comes to my own dick. Yeah. And knowing that the woman I'm crushing on regularly gets dick, you know, of porn star status. And I was like, well, I know my dick is good. Like, it's, it's not trash. It's definitely not trash. So, as long as I can mentally you know, stimulate her as well. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'll be in good shape. I think so. And, you know, while I, I don't ever expect anyone to not fuck a big dick because of my insecurities, mm-hmm. you know, like I've told you many times, if you do, I mean, that's on you. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to be mad at you for it. I may be worried that, you know, I can't hit the same spots or whatever, mm-hmm. but I'm going to support you doing whatever you want to do. Mm-hmm. And it's the same in this case. Okay. But I also know going into this potential relationship with her that that's her preference. Right. You know, where with you, that's not your preference. <laughs> so, you know, if you were to fuck somebody with a huge dick, it may take me aback, you know, mm-hmm. a little bit because that's not your norm. Right. But I'm going to still support you, you know, and not give you any shit for it. Mm-hmm. And with her, it kind of turns me on. All right. So. Interesting. <laughs> it's a very interesting twist there. Uh, you, you know. <laughs> I feel like, and I've told her this, I feel like a long-distance hot wife boyfriend. Huh. Okay. 
because, you know, I'm lucky enough to be privy to some information, mm-hmm. you know, that isn't said on the show and whatnot. And it, it turns me on sometimes. Very interesting. Where. If it was with me, it we, wouldn't. Right. Like if you told me, you know, how good of a time you had with some guy with an 11, 12 inch dick. I'd be like, I'm glad you had fun, but please stop talking to me about it. Right. <laughs> You'd be like, I will see you next week. <laughs> yeah. Like, but I think a big portion of it has to do with our BDSM dynamic. Mm. You know, I don't have a BDSM dynamic with Brenna. Right. So the way that you are connected to her is different than how you're connected to me. Exactly. You know, because... In our BDSM dynamic, you are my slave. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm your master. So I have, quote unquote, ownership over you. Right. And if you were to go off with someone with a huge dick and, you know, get destroyed by them, mm-hmm. that makes me feel like I have zero ownership over you. You know, like somebody else took ownership right. <laughs> because they're going to destroy you the way I never could. Right. So that could put a damper on our BDSM dynamic. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not going to stop you if you decide that you really like some guy and you're going to fuck him. Mm-hmm. But it could hinder our BDSM dynamic Yeah, to some point. Where with Brenna, it won't because there is no BDSM dynamic. Aside from maybe a little topping here and there. Right, right. Because you guys aren't going to go into like a full-on BDSM contract with each other. Right. And if we were to ever get to that point, it would have to be in a different way. Mm-hmm. You know, it wouldn't be the same type of dynamic like you and I have had. Right. Because, well, A, I already know that she prefers big dick. Mm-hmm. So that's a big helper in my mind right away. Mm-hmm. But knowing when she goes out on her dates and stuff like that, and I get to hear about it, like it really does turn me on. And that's so interesting. I, and I fantasize, you know, about the reconnecting that her and Brian get to do. Oh, you know, because being long distance, obviously, I cannot share in that. Right. But I do have you know, my own fantasies about it. Huh. That is really interesting. You know, and she had mentioned on their last show about how I had texted Brian after she played with the one gentleman who I believe is the biggest dick she's ever played with. Oh my. And it's like the second or third time that she's played with him. Mm-hmm. But I asked Brian to make it, hurt oh for me oh oh and to let her know that it was from me oh that's kind of hot because i knew she was going to be really sore right and i know that brian is kind of a sadist like me when it comes to that okay so i know he was you just went and like jumped on her on this (laughs) yeah so i knew he was going to make her sore oh nice so i i wanted in on that action (laughs) so you're like yo and Brian that was, really hard for me too. Right. And Brian was kind enough, you Aww. know, being the awesome guy that he is yeah, to oblige. That is awesome. And I got a text the next day, you know, basically saying, 
I got your message, you know? <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. So that, I mean, that was a lot of fun for me. Right. Okay. You know, and it, it really made me feel connected to her and ultimately to Brian. Okay. You know, so I know like I'm not bisexual. Mm-hmm. I'm not Brian's type. No, but you guys are like, in a but, way, it's kind of like bro, a bromance in a way. Yeah. I mean, like I really feel more connected to Brian than just like if we were to become like a metamorph. Okay. You, you know, where mm-hmm. we're dating the same person. Right. Like, I really feel like I'm connected to him. Okay. Which is an awesome thing when you're in a polyamorous relationship. Yeah. Because when you can share that kind of stuff, and he's willing to share Mm -hmm. that hot wife dynamic. That's cool. You know, with me. Mm -hmm. I mean, obviously, it's a little different. He gets to actually reconnect with her. Right. And hear it while they're reconnecting. Right. You're kind of doing it vicariously through them. Right. But, you know, in the future, there could be times where maybe she retells a story while we're together. Mm-hmm. So I kind of get that. Yeah. You know, like I may have already heard the story. Excuse me, heard the story. Mm-hmm. But I'm sure it would be pretty exciting to hear it while her and I were reconnecting. Gotcha. Since we won't get to see each other all the time. Right. You know, it's just something like I've thought about and, you know, obviously her and I would have to discuss what that would look like. Right. And, you know, if she'd be interested in something like that, Mm -hmm. because I mean, obviously it is long distance. And she's really busy. She's super busy. Uh, She has a lot of play dates, Mm -hmm. a lot of work, you know events that they put on yeah so her time could be very limited right but i feel like if it is something she would be interested in Mm -hmm. i would definitely be interested in giving it a shot okay because i mean ultimately you know like there's maybe one woman a year yeah that kind of piques my interest poly wise Mm -hmm. you know sometimes it takes two years to find a woman yeah. And, you know, she's kind of been that woman. For the last five. <laughs> well, I mean, I've had a huge crush on her for the last five plus years. Yeah. But since getting to know her, you know, on a pretty close level mm-hmm. and meeting her in person, you know, those feelings definitely grew and they grew quickly. Wow. You know, because it, it was kind of like when I met you. I mean, yes, I kind of knew you a little bit, but I feel like it's the same thing. Right. Like you kind of knew her a little bit from listening to the podcast. Right. So it was very similar to kind of knowing me a little bit through your friend. Right. Okay. Yeah. But we each had that moment. Mm -hmm. We had it in your pickup truck. Mm -hmm. I had it with her while you and Brian were out dancing. Oh. When we were at the beach bar. Yeah. Yeah. You know, her and I were talking, and we just kind of had this, like, connecting moment. Oh, wow. I never knew. You never said anything. Well, I didn't want to say anything because it could have just been my imagination. Mm. But looking back now, you know, and through our conversations, I feel like that was the moment. Okay. I mean, she can correct me if I'm wrong. She might be like, no, it was a different moment. (laughs) Yeah. Or or, she, or she could text me and be like, the fuck are you talking about? There was no moment, you idiot. You know, 
And that's fine. But to me, there was a moment. Okay. And that's when I kind of like fell hard. Oh. <laughs> Which is why I was super bummed about what went down at Naughty. Right. That I couldn't even play with her on a swing level. Right. Because, you know, the whole thing with my friend's uh, father passing away and all that. Yeah, that kind of dampers the mood of trying to like fuck your biggest crush. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, all right. So that's enough about me blabbering. Okay. How do you feel about that situation? Um, I mean, I'm completely in the dark on it. Like, I don't know anything about the conversations that you have. I mean, it's not like my place because I'm not involved, but like. I don't know how often you guys talk. I don't know if you guys call each other. I don't know what well, all any details are. Okay. I mean, we talk almost every day. Okay. Mainly through text. She's not a phone person. I don't blame her. <laughs> I'm not either. You know, so, and it's not always um, like a lot of texting because they are so busy, especially lately getting mm -hmm. ready for pod bash. Right. But I mean, we'll generally... You know, have a decent amount of messages thrown back and forth throughout the day. Okay. You know, it's not always about anything deep or anything. It could just be some uh, playful banter or, or, you know, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, we talk pretty much every day. That's good. Um, we obviously flirt on Telegram and stuff. And mm -hmm. we flirt through, yeah, through text messages. We talk about each other on each other's shows. <laughs> Which is very cute. Um. It, it probably makes some people like want to throw up, but I mean, most people would probably feel that way. I mean, it, it's just like, it's kind of like when you're, you see like the couple in high school that are like infatuated with each other and you're just like, oh. <laughs> well, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> I'm only saying like, that's maybe how I they know, would feel if they felt like it was too cutesy or something. But it makes me happy. So if you can't be happy with, and that's all that matters me, is it makes you happy. Yeah, well, if you if people can't be happy for me, fuck off. <laughs> like, this is my moment. It is your moment. I'm taking it. You should. But how does it make you feel, like, knowing that this could be a possibility? I mean, I like her. And from getting to meet her at Naughty, um, I had that opportunity to talk with her and kind of, you know, get to know her a little bit and like I definitely could see being like really close friends with her it just sucks that we're so far away um but I feel very comfortable with her in having her date you so you feel like like she's she a girl would, I can trust and she would be a good metamore yeah like you guys could actually hang out yeah. go do things talk shit about me probably yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, like you also like Brian. So it's, I mean, yeah. not that like you guys would have like a poly relationship or anything, but no. you two have a common interest as well outside of me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, cause you're interested in her man. <laughs> mm -hmm. So, I mean, I, I feel like it kind of doesn't get any better than that. Yeah. Like, especially for you. Because you are so much of a, like, I really want to like your person. Yeah. Like, I don't feel like I have to, like, hang out with them. But I feel like I have to like them to a certain extent. 
And I feel that with her. So I'm very comfortable with the idea of it. Um, just because, you know, I, I enjoy having any conversation with her. Um, she is super sweet. She's very friendly and nice. She's caring and she's not like the one that is just thinking about herself. Like she's the type that if she was dating you, she would message me and just do a check-in just because she felt like she needed to. Mm -hmm. That's the type of person I would want you to be with because they're, they're that well-rounded person who is not just in it for themselves or in it for just you. They know that there's other people involved and that's something that not everybody does. They don't have to do that, but it does make it easier for someone like me who needs that some kind of a connection with that other person. Especially when you're not involved. Exactly. When I'm not involved. Like I don't, again, I don't have to be involved, but having that little bit of something back and forth is what helps it be a lot easier for me to really encourage it and be supportive of it. And I definitely know that about you, you know, and that's why I feel like part of the reason that I'm so comfortable with her is because of that. Mm. I mean, like, yes, those feelings would be there regardless of how you felt about it. Mm -hmm. Because, I mean, we're autonomous. We can do what we want. Right. But the comfortability of pursuing her Mm -hmm. is partly because you and her do have that friendship. Yeah. You know, and that I know you do really like her as a person. Mm -hmm. So that really was a a boost in the direction of approaching her and saying, hey, I like you more than a swing friend. <laughs> and, and what was that response? Uh, I believe the first time I told her that, she said, if we lived in the same city, I could totally see myself dating you. Oh, that is awesome. Yeah, I mean, that kind of... <laughs> that was just like, okay, I, I read that correctly. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I was not expecting that response. Right. I was kind of expecting, you like, know, the, oh, thank you so much. Yeah, yeah. You know, the, the one gentle, that you get the most. The gentle you, you letdown. Always, yeah. You always get that one. <clears throat> but no, she like fired right back, you wow. know, like instant reply. And that's when I kind of knew I'm like, even if it's long distance, I don't care. Like, I want this woman in my life. Yeah. You know, for in whatever capacity I could have her. And if it was only friends, that sounds funny. <laughs> only friends. <laughs> um, then I'm I'm perfectly fine with that, too. Yeah. Because she is an amazing uh, woman. Mm-hmm. But if I can have more than a friendship with her, I am going to do whatever I can to make that happen. That sounds good. And, you know, knowing I have your support definitely makes me feel much better about my decision to pursue to pursue her. Mm-hmm. Because I know you're not always super supportive of the women that I'm not. I choose. I mean, I'm very picky. It's, it's not like you tell me no, you know, no. you can't date her. But... There's definitely that like little attitude that I get. Yeah. Like, oh, 
okay, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's the, you're going to do it anyway, but I'm kind of in my feels of, I'm not disapproving, but a part of me is like, grr. <laughs> right, and I love that there is none of that. No, there really isn't at all. Like, not an ounce of it. Yeah, I mean, because behind, you know, the microphones, mm-hmm. I mean, you talk very highly of her. Mm-hmm. You know, when you two talk, you're like, oh, I talked to Brenna today. Well, yeah, I mean, I actually reached out to her um, recently just because, you know, I needed a girlfriend. And I know she's really far away, but I still, I needed somebody to talk to. Right. And, you know, of course... She was actually available and I wasn't because I was in and out of my breaks at work and I kept like trying to message her as fast as I could. And I was, I had to literally tell her, I was like, I am almost done my break and I know this is going to, you're going to answer me and I'm going to be back in at work, but I'm like, I will respond back as soon as I can (laughs) because, you know, I'm for the most part, I can be on my phone, but you know, if I've got people in front of me or my hands are busy, like I obviously I can't answer right away. And I don't want her to be like, I just answered when like, who knows if it was like a long paragraph and I didn't get back to her for like two hours. Yeah. So and, like, and, and I, and I know she thinks very highly of you. Oh, I mean, well, that means a lot. She thinks you are like the sweetest thing. I'm not sure how she feels that way, but okay. I mean, you really are though. Really? I Am mean, I though? You are, <laughs> especially to people that you're not dating. Oh, <laughs> so basically to anybody who wants to date me, I, I'm not nice. I mean, you are nice, but you definitely have your moments just like anybody does. Oh, okay. Like, I, I know she is super needy. You are super needy. Oh, yeah, <laughs> we definitely have that in common. Yeah. I mean, you know, you're both kind of bratty. Oh, yeah. The two of us together would be hilarious. Yeah. Oh, wait, there was that. There was that at Naughty, yeah. <laughs> I was going to send the two of us for probably if we had a couple more drinks, I'm sure that you and Brian would have been like, God damn it. Why did we put these two together? I would have been joining Brian trying to make out with the bartender is what would have happened. <laughs> Leave us to freaking singing to karaoke then. Yeah. Um, but no, I mean, I'm looking forward to having these discussions with her at Pod Bash. Yeah. And obviously. I hope I am, it goes really well. Yeah. I mean, on the next episode. Hopefully we can have some sort of an update. Yeah. Because obviously this is going to be the episode right after we come back. Yes. So you're going to have to wait a whole week to find out, you know, if Brenna kind of says yes to a long distance relationship with your boy. Yeah. It's juicy. They should definitely yeah. wait. Juicy. Juicy. Moist. Don't, oh my God. I was just thinking that and I was like, we're going with juicy. And in my head, I was like, because I don't like the word moist and you fucking go and say moist. <sighs> juicy. I like juicy better. Okay. Okay. Don't. <laughs> you were, you were thinking it and you were starting to get your mouth ready. Don't you dare. Yes. We will have the juicy details okay. next week. Sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> now, side note. Yes. Okay. So what would you say if the opportunity arose to have a female, female, male threesome with Brenna and I? Oh, I would be all about it. You'd be all about it. Oh, yeah. I have my little tank. Steal your girl. Yeah. (laughs) That's (laughs) That's why I'm just like, I'm laying back. I'm not doing jack shit. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to try anything. This is all you and her. This is you and her. But if that opportunity got brought to me, 
I am jumping on it, but I am not going to pursue that. That uh, as of right now, okay. it is just you and her. I mean, it's just hypothetical. I know. I because know. I wouldn't ask for that either. Oh yeah. But I'm just saying, if it was brought up, what if, would you say? If she brought it up that she wanted to do something like that, I would be all about it, and I would said hell yes. But I will not make that come up or nothing. This is this is you and her territory. Yeah, I mean, I won't either because. I wouldn't ever want her to think like, you know, I want to date you so that we can have threesomes with Tank. Yeah, no. And even if we did have that happen, I feel like it would be like a once a bloom in a oh, blue yeah. moon kind of deal. Yeah. So like if it was just like, you know, she had a little ruffles up and she's just like, I, I got to get my girl fixed or something. Yeah, then so I'd be like, I'm here for vagina. you. <laughs> yeah. yes. yes, that would be that would be how that would happen. OK. I mean, I was just curious. Yeah. Because, I mean, I know you think she's gorgeous. Oh, yeah. But yeah, she is definitely, like, right up my alley. I know, because you like girls built just like her. <laughs> I do. I do. That's why it's like, ah. And that's sorry. why I was like, yeah, of course you would. You're going to come steal her just like you do this, everybody else. This is like. why I'm laying low. <laughs> I'm just like, this is you. I'm just I'm just on the sidelines being your little cheerleader. I'm supporting you. I'm just staying the, there. The only thing I have going for me here, which I mean, dick? well, no, like <laughs> I'm, I'm not saying I don't think she would want to play with you because I think she would. Mm. But her general female type it, is I'm, the Kirby girls. Yeah. And I'm not that. So like, yeah, because she made a comment before one of her shows about that. And I was just I was kind of let down. And I was like, I don't fit that bill. <laughs> I'd be trying to get thick like a snicker, but it's being hard on me. Well, I mean, like, I know she likes you enough that she probably would do that. Mm -hmm. But the thing that gives me hope that you won't steal her from me is the fact that she likes curvy girls. <laughs> well, at least, you know, I will never be but, curvy. But then again, if she likes me and I'm only, you know, slightly above average dick, and she normally goes for big dick. I mean, who's to say she wouldn't be like, you know what, Tink? You are fucking fabulous. <laughs> and I think I would rather date you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. I really, that's really pressing it. I'm going to put it there. That's that, pressing it. That would be my luck. That, that would definitely be your luck, but that would definitely not happen either. All right. Well, <laughs> enough of that. We have to get to Tink's toy box. Yeah. Because we have, we were supposed to do a review two of them. So, yeah, I mean, it's going to have to be quick. So I'm going to pause this right here. All right. Pause it right here so that we can set up. All right. And then when we come back, you're going to be fucking yourself with two different things. Okay. All right. And we're back. Yay. So this one is actually one that you got for me to try. Yes. And did. it attaches with. A like swivel head suction, so uh, so you can, can use it like in the shower or, or on the floor. But I wasn't gonna attach that one. I just kind of wanted to see how it worked. Okay. So it has. It's on now. You have so to hold down the button to vibrate. It is vibrating. Okay. Already. So hold down the button, turn it on, and then the top button to get the settings to start. Yep. I think it has like seven different vibration settings yeah well there we go i'm trying to get to the thrusting you, uh, you just press the the bottom button once 
And there we go. Yep. Oh, he works hard. And he's got a curve, which is kind of like your dick. So I'm kind of uh, interested to see how this one's going to work. All right. So now, what position are you going to use this one in? I think I'm going to use this one facing like this direction. So. All right. So you're going to be sitting yep. on your ass. Yeah. Leg spread. Yes. Panties Slot in the panties to the side. Yeah. And I'm going to put it in. Do you okay. need some lube? I might need some lube. I'm yeah, it, it it's like there. a, it's almost like a PVC-ish it is. texture. So I'm sure that the lube will make it super slippery. Oh, good. Compared to like the real skin type. There we go. Yeah. Ooh, that feels kind of nice. So without the thrusting turned on or anything, like what's mm -hmm. your initial feel like it when feels, you put it in? It feels good. And I like the angle with that little bit of that curve that's right there. That's like, kind of feels like your dick. I'm not going to lie. Okay, so it's it's kind of built like me. Yeah, it is. Okay, so. Okay, first setting vibration feels pretty good. All right, do you have it thrusting yet or? No, not yet. Okay. All right, so now it's thrusting. And vibrating. And vibrating. Mm-hmm. And you're just kind of holding it in place. Yeah. Like, do you have it inserted all the way? Or I can't really see because your hand's in the way. It is pretty much all the way in. Okay. Well, you got a little bit of room until the balls hit. And how deep can that toy get on you? I mean, it's pretty... Like, I can feel it at my butt bone. Okay. Like, but I can feel the pressure there. But not... But it's very positional. Like, it could be positional. But, like, more like this. So, is it long enough to, like, get up in your A spot? It's close. Okay, so it might need like another like quarter of an inch and it would be able to get there. Got you. I'm going through the settings just to see which one feels the best. Yeah, so how does that feel with it thrusting while you're sliding it in and out with your hand? It feels better that way versus just keeping it, like, all the way in. Okay, so, like, would you say when you have it held in and it's thrusting, is that kind of like when I 
go in really deep and then just do like the little tiny yes. hip thrusts. Yes. But it's not quite long enough to hit the spot that you need. Correct. In that position. Yes. That is exactly what it feels like. Okay. I'm trying my best to like visualize, visualize or feel, feel how it would feel. Doing it. Yeah. Yeah. Just feel really good though. So is this like an extended use toy? Yes. Like something that you would use for like 15, 20 minutes. Like you're reading a good smut book. This is what you're going to. Ah. Yeah. So like if you built some kind of contraption that you could like. Like hold it with your feet. Or, or like sit on the bed. Just like this. <laughs> well, like if, if you built something to suction it to on the bed that it wouldn't move. Oh, yeah. And you could back your ass up onto it and just read a book. Yeah. That would be what, how you would do that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now, can you stop it with your kegels? A little, but it still works. Yeah, like you can hear it like... It like slows down? Yeah. Yeah, I'm trying. Yeah. All right. So this one would take you a while to come. Oh, yeah. Definitely. That one would definitely take me a while. But overall, I like the feeling of that one. All right. So that's probably what, like a six inch thrusting yeah. dildo? Yeah. With a curve. And then the next one that you're going to try. This. It's, is a knockoff version of a bad dragon dildo. Yes. Now, it's one of the smaller versions. It is. I mean, it's got some girth to it. it. It does have some girth, but I can squeeze it enough that I can touch my fingers to it. Right. Around the circumference. So you should be able to get it in. Oh, yeah. I should be able to. We're going to try it. But we're going to do it from the back side because I think that would be a good view. It does, however, not have a super great suction. Well, it could also be our hardwood floors. It could. Okay. Um, move that light, or actually, put the blanket up further. There we go. Better? Yeah, there you go. Zoom in there. All right. Gotta move your long strap. Yeah. All right, so you're like halfway down it. At least that's what it looks like from the back here. And how's that feeling with the girth? Actually, not bad, but I think it's because it's such a soft. Ooh, no, no. As I said that. Um, I got to the thick, a uh, wider part. It doesn't feel bad, so that's good. Just surprised me as it kind of stretched me a little bit. But it definitely that softness. It's almost like a gummy material, mm -hmm. and I think that's what makes it comfortable enough to 
use it where some of the ones that are girthy that are more of a solid type yeah they're like they're too hard those are the ones that hurt right because they don't give at all right well this is kind of giving so yeah because like if your opening doesn't dilate right. the way it should I the can't. toy has to give right or you know like a guy's dick has to give right She's trying to sit all the way down on it now. I'm trying. Ooh. You need a little bit more lube on there? Because it, it, it doesn't look like there's any lube on there. Yeah, I mean, I, I think with enough lube, it'll just slide right in. All right. Let's see what happens now. Good? Oh, yeah, you can see, but you're only like halfway down on it. Oh, my. All right. Maybe then I have to change my position. Yeah, I think because it, it curves towards the wall there. Yeah. Like, you'd have to sit back on it to get all the way in. Oh, yeah. Mm. Can you tell now? Yeah, you still got some room to go there. Let's try sitting this way and see if I can just get it in. All right. So now she is going to sit on her butt again and go in in like a missionary type position. Let's see. Okay. I'm in. There you go. All the way to the base. The lube bottle the just, lube <laughs> just was like. Pshh. So now, what do you good. think with that? I like this one. I think I like that it's it's soft. Yeah. Where like I like that one because of the curve, but it has a little bit of that rod to give the curve mm -hmm. that you can feel, and it makes it a little bit uncomfortable. But I like the gumminess of this one. Now, what about those, like, scales, like the raised like, so, scales on the back? I surprisingly don't feel them. Well, I feel them a little bit coming out, but I feel them more when I go in. Can you still see me? Yeah. Okay. I wonder if I can. All right, now she's rubbing her clit. Well, she's doing like short little thrusts with that dildo all the way in. Almost all the way in. Or almost all the way in. I have some space now. And now where is that hitting you? Right in that, that spot in the G spot. Okay, so like that's more your G spot mm -hmm. and not your A spot. And I think the little pronging, like the little ridges, scale things are what's hitting the G spot. Okay, so it has them on the front too. Yeah. Got you. What if you turned it around so those big scales hit it? Uh, uh, or just come. Uh, oh, fuck. Uh, oh. Hmm. Is it to turn it around? Yeah. So turn it around so those big oh, scales. The big scales. Oh, shit. Oh, oh, not as comfortable. 
Not as comfortable. No. Ooh. Now, what part isn't comfortable, though? The scales hitting right up against that. Ooh. Too much? Yeah. Like pressure? Yeah. Ooh. Hmm. Owie. Yeah, I didn't, like, when I got to this scale here mm-hmm. and this one. Oh, yeah, that last one's, like, a big nub. Yeah, that really hurt up against the G-spot. Hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, you can definitely tell it's got some girth. It stretched you out pretty good. Oh. Don't. <laughs> now lean back a little bit. Yeah, I mean, like, that's usually what your pussy looks like after we fuck for, like, half an hour. Oh. And that was only, like, five minutes of that thing. <laughs> well, here it is. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's probably got me by about an inch in girth. Yeah, because if I don't squeeze it, there's the difference. Yeah, like, you can't close your fingers around it. Yeah. But then it gets slender down here. Yeah, like, I mean you're here, and then this is like the this is the girthiest part right here where I cannot. Yeah, so it's about half an inch to three quarters of an inch thicker. Yeah, in its widest spot than I am. Yeah. All right. But I mean, it did the job. It did. I mean, you had to use your hand on your clip, but yeah. But I'm also like clit stimulated, so um, <laughs> I would say that's probably. If I don't turn it around, it's like a nine. Okay. I mean, that's one of the highest ratings you've given just a regular dildo. Yeah. But I think it's it's just the texture. It's it's a lot nicer. Um, this one, I'd say is probably like seven and a half, eight. Okay. But I really want to try it with, with the suction on it yeah. and see if like position-wise... And, like, if you're not really doing anything besides, you know, like, reading a smut book, I wonder if that one would be... Well, I wonder, too, if, if that would be good for, like, a doggy-style type. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was thinking of. Yeah. Because, you know, you'd be like this, reading your book. Yeah, and just letting it kind of... just let it do its thing. I feel like that would be really good. Yeah. I would be into that. Well, you'll have to give that a shot. Like, we'll have to figure out some way to mount it. Heck yeah. And then... You can give feedback later on. Yeah. We'll do a, another review on it and see. Okay. So okay. that was uh, show 62. Yeah. And you got to hear Tink come again. Yay. It's been a while. It has. It was a quick short one, though. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't a crazy no, orgasm. But it wasn't. Maybe in the future we'll get a toy that will make you go nuts again. Yeah. So I mean, I if you want to help with that, yeah. you know, if our listeners want to help with that. <laughs> if you want to help Tink come. <laughs> you can message us, you know, to see where you can send, you know, some crazy toys that you think is going to get Tink off fast. Yes. So and apparently not with like hard nubs. Yeah. <laughs> or large nubs, not necessarily yeah. hard because they're not hard. They're just. Yeah. So, oh, okay. So if somebody sent you something like large, would you attempt it? Like I think I would attempt it just because they sent it to me, but... That's kind of what I figured, because you wouldn't want to, like, let people down. No, no. Like, I would at least attempt it somehow, whether, you know, it's my mouth or it be with my pussy and see what it can do, but I'd at least attempt it. Okay, well, you've if heard... If it's not successful, at least I tried. 
yeah, I mean, you, you heard it there, folks. <laughs> if you want to send some crazy shit to Tink and see if she can take it, that's up to you. Because <laughs> she won't buy it. I, I'll, nope. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> I will not. She's not going to buy any crazy shit. Nope. So, all right. Well, hopefully, um, we will be safely back home by the time you listen to this episode. Don't make me panic. Safely back. Yes, we well, will be back. Okay. I'm just saying. There's a risk if you drive, too. I know. <laughs> All right. Well, we've got to end this show. Yeah, we do. Because it's like an hour and ten minutes again. Again? Yeah. It's because... Because you took forever to come. <laughs> Technically, I didn't. I mean, it was like... We had two toys. It was like 13 minutes in. Well... So, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, fine. thank you, everybody, thank for listening you. to another one of these shit shows. And we will... Talk to you again next week when we go over all the shenanigans that hopefully will happen at Podbash. Yay! We'll see ya. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Kitchen Sink ENM and Kink Podcast. Please make sure to check out the people who support us, VJ's Hotspot, The Trendy Pineapple, and also Pandora's Resort. They are really awesome people and they love and support the lifestyle just the way we do so please make sure that you go and check them out and if you'd like to find us on social media you can find us pretty much everywhere at k-s-e-n-m and kink podcast that's all the major socials facebook twitter instagram tiktok clapper and also now we are moving away from OnlyFans, and you can find all of our video and picture content at fansley.com slash k-s-e-n-m and kink podcast